Welcome to another A Canadian Guy's Life Exposed, self-published and agile. In this podcast, I share my journey through adversity of upbringing of a non-sheltered reality. I'm going to tell a story and what did I learn? As life is not a straight line to a destination, it's all about the journey, they say, and how you handle the choices along the way. During this episode, I'm going to dive into a really tough topic of my relationships journey, relationship with myself and the relationships with the ladies in my life, love-wise. This is a tough one because right now I'm dealing with uh, another breakup, a choice made, but during this, it's giving me the time to reflect on you know, why I've done it and why, you know, I'm back to being single once again. Starting at the beginning, you know, I'm giving you a, a, a frame of where I am. At the age of 48, I'm single and I've had a fair amount of relationships along the way, long term and short. It, it sometimes doesn't sit with me well. Um, especially in this time where I've had to make a decision. But as I'm, I, I think about it and I internalize where I came from as a child and my mother staying in relationships too long, I like to use the analogy of riding a dead horse too long. Um, she stayed with she stayed with men. Um, uh, you know, the, my, my biological father and my stepfather way too long. When she did leave my biological father, which was the quick one um, that she left when I was about two, you know, he was cheating on her, you know, uh, I mean, like whenever I come across men that do that, especially like, you know, cheating on a woman when she's pregnant, just had your child, like it's an abomination. It's very telling of a male. Is he really, you know, into being a father, a parent? And I've mentioned that in a few episodes of, you know, there's a stark difference between people that take parenting uh, uh, very importantly or and seriously or not. And there's different types of people and there are and we have to accept that. But knowing these people, they don't pull one over on you is a big deal. And my mother had to deal with um, having things pulled over on her. Um, I don't know where she was at the time, so maybe she did overlook things because as we look back there, you know, there are red flags, there are things, and sometimes you want something that, you know, another person can't give. Well, it turns out that I have two really strong examples of my mother being strong about leaving, you know, um, my biological father, but then also she has a um, a need to get into relationships so that she, she could be safe. Now, she had three children, my brother, sister, and I. And she had a traditional uh, home uh, from my grandfather that she was nurtured through. And she was always searching for that. And in a way, I guess I am also searching for a relationship, a traditional model. But when it's not right, I have found the courage over the years to um, leave a relationship and have the values to allow another one, another person to move on. And that's a hard thing I've noticed in relationships. So people tend to stay with people. Um, and I have to speak for myself out of convenience, out of, you know, there for the wrong reasons. And it's quite a long journey. And we have to learn this through other people and hearts get broken, not only others, but myself, ourselves. And 
the thing that I found as I got older, my values are truly to love another enough, enough to let them go, you know? And, you know, if you pay attention to the voice within you, that's the voice of the universe, your universe, whatever you want to label it. Um, and if you follow that, I have always found that you are happier. No matter in the short term, it is painful to make a decision to leave or to stay, you know, and you have to you have to listen to what's inside because this is your journey and your journey alone. So in this conversation right now, I'm realizing that because my mother did was able to leave my biological father and make that move um, and print that on me, that I do have a certain strength to be able to do that. But it's taken me a long time, everyone, like it really has. And I've stayed with relationships and struggled on and crusaded, you know, to try to, you know, figure out, is it right? Is it me? Is it them? Should I be doing that? So they're a good person. I mean, people can have all of the, the, the check marks in your list of, you know, a great person, uh, a wonderful person, a good nurturer into raising their kids, even if you don't have them. And you, they can really come up with a lot of positives if you're an optimist and you're looking at them for who they are as a character. But it really does come down to chemistry and connection and commonalities. I've found it's taken a long time for me to even put the list in. It feels like um, during the beginning of my dating um, extravaganza, it's like you're almost driving without hands on the wheel, and then slowly you find out, you know, you know what is your what is your type, you know, what is what are you attracted to, what lights you up. There's a big difference between liking something and loving something. And that's taken me a long time to kind of draft out those two columns whenever it comes to anything in my life. With people, you know, it's, it's, it's harder because it's hard to treat people as a, as a thing, as an item that you just sum up. Because to me, there's always another side of the coin. And that's made my life very difficult because always considering that because I've wanted to be considered that, uh, to, you know, to have a black and white, you know, right or wrong. It's there's a lot of gray area that can come into that when you're summing things up. But all in all, to really come down to it, I have found happiness when I followed my heart. But following my heart has been difficult and I've stayed in things too long. But I don't do that anymore midlife. I, if it's wrong, it's right or wrong, you know. And um, and that, that does lead to happiness, but it can hurt some relationships. And I'm a very empathetic individual. Um, extremely from the heart. I'm, uh, you know, an INFP feeling perceiving, I perceive through feelings and it's, it's created a, a, a tough sort of journey. So being a, a single guy along a journey, you know, as you look back to the loves of my life, which I've dated, um, you know, long term relationships, you know, up to like five and a half years, that's been the longest that I've had. And I've, I've had um, two of those and a couple two years and one year and three year, and then there's the, <clears throat> the the my apologies I'm just recovering from a flu bug um and um so my my voice is a little deeper today and a little raspy um so you know finding belief and faith in oneself you know coming from an insecure you know upbringing I had to find the 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 sense of self the security in myself that um, I could trust myself essentially and have faith and, and believe in what I, my needs and what I'm doing versus, you know, another person. And, you know, no one wants to hurt anybody else. And that's, that's really important also to, to realize. And, um, 
it's 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 been tough it's it's really it's really been tough um um but really the older that i get the more mature i get the more wise the stronger values i get it's belief belief in working on oneself and not not dragging someone along you know if you're not 100% sure because that's not fair to anyone and i want to believe that the universe has an intention for everyone and you know you will find what you're looking for if you follow that inner inner guidance system that we all have but staying in relationships um i've done that to to far too many times uh, for far too long trying to justify it and make myself wrong making another person and it's been very hard on myself um over the years um and you know in the end it's like my main goal is to leave a relationship sooner than later so that another person can be happy if i'm not truly happy myself and that's only just um and that's about learning values but um now now i have a lot more worth in myself now I am my own friend. Now I can spend a lot of time, but again, <clears throat> it does get concerning that, you know, um is there going to be a time when I do settle down? <clears throat> my apologies. With one person or is it going to continue to, you know, keep on exchanging um partners? I don't know. I I just know that you know you have to love yourself so that you can love another and you know like all of these clichéd quotes there is a lot to be said about that when you really think about can you love another is the is the equal and opposite reflection of how much you love yourself can you spend time alone and and truly be happy you know um in your own space in your own skin are you happy in the mirror because if you're not you know and you don't feel that you're enough for yourself or for the friendships in your life or you don't um you're not happy with yourself it just basically projects out onto the other the other world so you have to really do your own homework i found um and and way beyond the the point of like coping strategies from drinking to sex to drugs to um obsessive compulsive behaviors i mean all of these things you need to take a good hard look at i have you know i've i've had alcoholism somewhat throughout my my journey to the point where it's like you wouldn't know but i'd have coped with alcohol and drinking to off gas to relax on weekends you know and it's sometimes gotten a hold of me too often and, and then let it go but i find that the haze of that is um is is not enhancing to really dialing in you know what is the problem versus coping through it and now at the age of 48 i'm i'm you know alcohol free and um in on a sobriety uh journey um so that i can face that and that's part of why i've started this podcast so that i can start sharing my journey my canadian journey um you know uh, living in one of the best uh you know economic climates of the world in in a beautiful area and um you know what i've learned along the way and uh it's it's truly i can finally say that i i do have uh hands on the wheel again and um and or for not the first time in my life i feel that it's been happening more and more in my 40s 40s has been a real awakening to things and um uh, you know what what my strengths were in relationships who i'm looking for in a partner what do i love about myself what do i like you know um what don't i like you know what do i want you know more than what i don't want and you know 
my worth of self is much better now and I'm much more confident. And I think I was, you know, really anxious inside and, and doubtful of my own worth. And, um, and, and I wasn't raised like that. Like I was, I was built up in a way of a sort of narcissistic scarring where I was told, you know, you're so great. You're so awesome. You're this, you're that. But then there was nothing really to back it up. And so I got a, a, a strange, um, inflated sense of self-worth at a young age and then later on I was like you know I had this doubt within me I was like um I wasn't provided a proper book um sheltering wise and in relationships that stuff would bubble up and um you know the un the the, and but now I know what I want and you have to define that and you got to sit down with a journal and you have to write out your thoughts and you have to get outside of your head and it does help no matter if you're a writer or not uh like right now this this podcast is is a cathartic sort of um expression that I'm I'm on a journey of sharing myself with you all but also to speak and to get outside of my head as an introvert type you know I use terms like oh I can't believe I just said that I just realized it as I was speaking it's because a lot of it just goes around in in my head and then I don't um, I connect the dots but I find that this speaking and writing um, that I'm doing uh, recently is is really helping to you know to break down and to create some clarity around my past present and hopefully future <laughs> um, so yeah relationships relationships um, I'm I got a compliment from my mother the other day where she's, she said, you know, like as, as hard as life is and stuff, you're, 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 you're a much better version than your biological father where he should have, you know, let me go and, you know, moved on and been more of a man that I have been impressioned greatly from my mother and her values and, um, you know, learned my own values of, you know, certain people along the way that I respect. And, you know, I, I, I now can say that I, I, and respect my, you know, decision, even when it hurts another person and it's hard. Um, and it is, it really is when you, you really do love another person, you care about them, but you know, there's something wrong. You have to accept that. And that's hard, really hard on me, you know, dreams, dreaming at night, broken sleep, and, you know, making you feel like you made a, a, a poor decision, but you got to stick to, you know, what you, what you decide in life and, you know, getting that sort of compliment from my mother really does, you know, help me to feel, you know, confident in my decisions and seeing like, you know, it's the closest people to you that are the best judge of character to you, you know, the people that are really a part of your life. And, you know, I'm pretty close to my sister and my mother. And, um, you know, I have a great uncle and aunt and a really good guy friend out West, um, that has a huge Christian background and, um, a psychological, um, uh, schooling. And, uh, it's, 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 it's really helped to have some good people around me that can help to reflect on and, and, and to be supportive and encouraging and just basically to, um, you know, say that the path that I'm choosing is the, is a good path based on what I need for myself. So that's really the basis of relationships. I want to go deeper into the influence of, you know, the, uh, the nurturing um, that I got and the effect of, you know, that on my relationships in life. But that's, that's a basic core sort of belief systems and where I want to start versus the nature versus nurture sort of, was it the chicken, you know, being born or was, you know, um, in the egg or was it the influence of, you know, the, what, what happened to me once I was born 
And I'm going to go deeper into, um, you know, my relationships and coping in the teens and, you know, what happened in some relationships um, throughout my 20s and into my 30s and to even my 40s, um, which is was, you know, stark differences in how I performed in the relationship, who I was, what I believed, and uh, essentially, um, you know, what came of the relationships. And, you know, you, you can get a lot of insights on the reflecting and I'm, we'll go into that in an ep- another episode. Again, thank you very much for joining me in a Canadian Guys Life Exposed. Um, if you have any questions, reach out to me through social networks. Other than that, I look forward to speaking to you in another episode. Be well and I'll talk to you in another show.